0: It's the blooper reel, we live? All right, welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life, home edition. I am your host, Rich James. In today's Rich Life recent events, uh, Ruth, and help me out here, Monty. Ruth, uh, bader ginsburg supreme court justice the icon passed ruth bader. away at,
1: ruth bader ginsburg
0: bader bader ginsburg thank you you know i tear up names money you know i do um she passed away at the age of 87 she was definitely an icon um and and she will be missed i'm really concerned about who uh, is going to replace her which what, what are your thoughts It it shouldn't be uh, just based yeah. on um, precedent set in 2016, this shouldn't be happening. Right. Whoever, they no. shouldn't be selecting anyone until a new president is elected. Uh, agreed. That's my understanding as well. So we'll see. Make sure you go out and vote, folks. Make sure you go out and vote. In other Rich Life recent events um, in Atlanta, Miami, and New Orleans, are among the major cities that wrestle with the high rates of uh, the income inequality and tropical storm beta. Also we'll be um, bringing some heavy storm surges and the flooding on the coastal sides of Texas and Louisiana through Thursday. So it's gonna be some bad weather happening on that side of the world. So folks be safe, but again, I wanna reiterate, I need you to go out there and vote. So with that being said, Um, Here on living a rich life talk show. We intend to inform inspire and remind each other the importance of living a rich life Through the principles of our network. Those principles are good health strong relationships financial freedom goals and achievement extraordinary experiences and philanthropy and You know my famous quote once again with that being said, let's get the show started Today, our special guest, um, she is an experienced sales and marketing professional with a demonstrated history of working in a hospitality industry. Um, In addition, she is the CEO and founder of Pink Leaf Consulting. Please welcome marketing strategist, Ms. Deanne Brookshire. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you. Um first first and foremost, um I I want you to uh, tell folks um well, where you're from. I, I always like to ask that question. Mm-hmm. And then tell us um you know what got you motivated to start Pink Leaf Consulting.
2: I am from New Haven, Connecticut. Um originally I have been in Baltimore, Maryland for the last 20 years. Um so this is now home, but originally I am from New Haven, Connecticut. And to be completely transparent, Pink Leaf was not one of those dreams that I had. You know, so many people grow up and they aspire to be an entrepreneur. They want to be a business owner. And that really wasn't um, my thought at all. In the last probably five or six years, I really just noticed there was a disconnect and something missing in the small businesses that I came in contact with. Um, you know, through vendor relationships, through events through networking events, people just weren't following up people weren't um asking for the business people weren't checking checking double checking themselves, and it just kind of happened. I coached small businesses offline for about four or five years, just giving people advice, being an ear, um you know writing professional um correspondences for people and one day I was sitting at a bar with a couple of business owners and everyone had a question for me every single person and I said you know what I need to do something with this so it really just developed from there Um, but it was kind of by accident
0: nice so how long has pink leaf been pink leaf excuse me how long
2: have you been in business now we are a year and a half old officially
0: okay okay Very, very nice. So, with that being said, so what are your thoughts on how the industry has shifted during the current economic uh, climate?
2: Uh, you know, this is really the first time ever that I've not been able to pivot. You know, pivot has been the word that everyone has been throwing around. You know, or originally, you know, we weren't able; we just didn't know what to do. You couldn't turn left and turn right. You couldn't leave the house, and so really just I think it really forced people to be creative, to think outside the box and really to say, how can I reach my customers? Because, you know, we were all forced to be inside.
0: Mm -hmm. Facts. One of the things that I like to think about is productivity versus being busy, right? (laughs) Two separate things in my mind. So how do you balance the line between productivity and just being busy? Any any words of wisdom for our viewers on how to be more
2: productive at this time? Absolutely, because if you think about being busy, busy just means doing things. Mm-hmm. You you you. Oh, I had a busy day. What did you get accomplished? Oh, I've got so much to do. What do you have to do? So being <laughs> busy is just, <laughs> being busy is just a state of having things to do. While productivity, you are always working towards the goal. So when you set out your day, I'm going to call five clients today. Doing those action items, that is you being productive. Mm -hmm. You pick up the phone and then you watch a little bit of Netflix and then you go make a bag of popcorn and then you come back and you sit. You know, you still did a lot of things, but those things didn't get you any closer to any goal you had set. And that, for me, is a true difference between productivity and busy. Like, I could be busy moving these books all around my office and they still went from one pile of 10 books to a pile of 10 books over here. If I was being productive, my goal in that might be to organize these books alphabetically or to get them on a shelf off of my desk and out of the way. So once I accomplished that, that was me being productive, not just busy moving these these books around the room. That's the best example I can probably give you.
0: And and an excellent example right there. I I will say that. Again, I think uh, folks sometimes don't really uh, comprehend that, right? Busy versus being productive. Mm-hmm. And someone that works with small businesses, you you probably see some of that um a lot. Every um, day. <laughs> every day. Every, every day. day. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about one of the best experiences you've had while assisting a small business during COVID that is inspiring to you to be better in what you already do. To be completely
2: honest with you, the I would have to say I sat on a happy hour probably, gosh, for about 12 weeks. We have a happy hour on Wednesdays from six to seven now. And through that, I was able to give 10 small business owners free coaching sessions, 30 minutes of free coaching um, and really just position myself to be in a situation week over week where I could hear what the struggles were, where I could hear what people you know, needed, where I could hear at real talk, you know, where, where businesses are just talking amongst themselves. So honestly, for me, that has been probably one of the most invaluable experiences because it's allowed me to touch so many different people and help them and really help my business in seeing what people need.
0: Always good to know what people need. Absolutely. Always good to know. I, I think Absolutely. that's the driving factor when it comes to a lot of a lot of things, knowing what they need, understanding that. Um, now I, I believe I read somewhere. So, in terms of the average number of times for a customer to really get a get a message, how did you come to realize that it takes an average of about twelve times for a customer to see your product or service promotion to make a choice, to make a purchase, or whatever that is? Some advice? Can you can you follow up on that? Of
2: sure. So it's not me. It's definitely statistics. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, what it the way that it works is. First, you have to build awareness. So let's just say, I don't even know if you you need something, you don't know you need it yet. And a commercial for these running shoes, come on, you don't plan on going for a run. And as time goes on, you keep seeing these running shoes and maybe, you know, well, maybe I will go on a hike. But, you know, my old shoes really are, you know, from a couple of years ago. And so as that message gets into your subconscious, you now become aware of it where maybe you weren't aware of it before. And it's actually seven to 12 is what they say. I use 10 to 12 because, you know, it's an average uh, just building that awareness and getting it into your subconscious so that you know that it exists. A prime example is, have you ever gotten a new car? Right. And you mm-hmm. never see this car. Like I have a Volkswagen <laughs> and I never saw this, but I love my CC. Oh, she's so sexy. And I never, ever. And then, I get my Volkswagen CC and I see them everywhere. It's not that they weren't on the road already. It's just that <laughs> I was not aware or thinking about a Volkswagen at all. So it's very similar to that.
0: Wow. that That is a perfect example. That is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, folks that are watching, I'm speaking with a marketing strategist, Deanne Brookshire, CEO and founder of Pink Leaf Consulting. We were just talking about in terms of um, uh, marketing strategy, I don't want to call it a strategy, but really when a customer actually um, takes them a time to make a choice to make a purchase. And the example of a car is 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 right on point. I mean, because I've had cars in my life and it's kind of like I've never seen that car. I got a new car on my radar now. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness it's, it's it's a popular one if you can afford it. But I don't see as many, but I do see some on the road now. Um, More conscious guys. of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So sort of being conscious and being aware, that, uh-huh. that's, that's that's interesting. Let's take from that, let's take what are some of the services that you offer at Pink Leaf Consulting?
2: Well, our signature service is the Pink Leaf Elevate Your Business um, coaching package, where we work with small businesses on their branding or rebranding, because we do work with budding what we call budding and blossoming businesses um so branding and rebranding sales training and then marketing training so those are the three main areas that we work on um, but we do realize too that a lot of our customers need help with mind drama you know they imposter syndrome they you know they're fearful and all of that so we address a lot of mind drama as well and then a lot of our customers come to us with areas of need and being organized um, mm-hmm. that is a probably the number one thing outside of, I need to find clients. They just don't know what to do, what they should be doing, what they should be working on, when they should be planning for goals, what they should be working towards. You know, I have a lot of people who give things away and don't know why they're giving them away. Not understanding that that is a marketing strategy, just always knowing what you want that end result to be. Um, So just, yeah, branding, sales, marketing, organization, and, you know, handling mind drama. Oh,
0: Interesting. Interesting. I'm learning. I'm taking notes. By the way, okay. <laughs> I'm taking notes. We're gonna give folks just enough um, to keep them intrigued and to keep them inspired. And hopefully, the goal is that they reach out to Pink Leaf Consulting and get some of that uh, that knowledge that you have. Uh, I, I do know I can use some um, as I continue to move forward. Um, question for you. So there was a question. There is a question. What is your process like when you need to boost to believe in yourself? when doing work for Pink Leaf Consulting versus the giant corporations you might have been a part of in
2: the past. So what is your process like? Honestly, it's really no different for me because the integrity that I had as an employee, I have that same integrity as a business owner. Um, You know, I am faithful over whatever God gives me, right? So when that is what it was, I gave 150% there. It's the same thing here. Um, Really just knowing how much, asking myself how much can I control? And I, I start here with everything that I do. So whatever is out of my control, I'm not worrying about it. There's nothing I can do about that. So I really just take a look at what I need to do, what's in my control, and work backwards from there. So really in everything that I do, I look at the end goal and work backwards and figure out what I need to do to make it happen. And really it's like you have to make it happen or you don't. There's no in-between.
0: Right, right. That I mean, that makes sense. It sounds almost... Like uh, I'm, I'm familiar with the project management. You start, yes. you got a, a, a go live date and then you kind of work your way backwards in terms of what you need to do. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. I'm, I'm fighting something oh. um, and it's, it's not COVID, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm on camera, so we're okay if it was.
0: <laughs> Very good. Um, question, so what kind of potential client, you know, we talked about your your main package, but what kind of potential client look forward to discussing on their first discovery call to work with you? So what can a potential client look forward to?
2: You know, really the discovery call is for us to discover who you are in business, what your offer is. We want to discover what your strengths and your areas of opportunity, we don't call them weaknesses; we call them areas of opportunity. So we want to, to discuss in uncover what those things are. Um, We talk about goals. What are your three top short-term goals for your business? Because in looking at short-term goals, we can then give you tools that you can use right now, things that you can implement that can begin to make a difference in your business immediately. Um, And yeah, so it's really, it's much like this conversation that we're having now, like two friends, me just learning about your business and really asking those questions that uncover what your needs are so that I can then turn around and tell you how we can help you.
0: So I I think the choice of words are, are very interesting. So you don't call them weaknesses. No. A lot of folks, you know, they think of a SWOT analysis. So, so yes. again, I'm just from a, a um, you call them areas of opportunity. Is there yes. any reason why in terms of the wording? I get it. Mm-hmm. I definitely get it. But let's share for those that's watching and listening, What is the reasoning behind the the choice of words that we use there?
2: Well, because I feel like anything that is considered a weakness, if you give life to it or breathe life into that and what those changes need to make, what changes you need to make so that it's no longer a weakness, you dissolve that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe I'm not organized, but I can hire a coach to get me organized. That's no longer a weakness. Maybe I don't have experience in, you know, X, Y, Z but I can learn that and it's no longer a weakness I feel like when you call something a weakness is it's a negative connotation and people mm-hmm. automatically oh I'm not good at that no, mm-hmm. no that's not where we go with that we say, this is an area of opportunity what can I do to make myself better in that area
0: yeah I, I agree the choice of words mm-hmm. you know whether the glass is half full or half mm-hmm. empty One and you know what I,
2: of... and you know what I say to that rich what do you say? When someone asks me if the glass is half empty or half full, I say I sold it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I sold the glass. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: I, I, okay. Uh, I'm processing that. <laughs> you sold the glass. Okay. I sold
2: it. I don't care if it's if it's full or empty. What good is it doing to me if it's still here? I need to sell this thing.
0: <laughs> I know that's I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> Um, can, can you, so can you walk us through a day in the life of Deanne Brookshire and tell us what, you know, tell us what observing you at, uh, at work would be like, what would that be like?
2: Very structured. Um, I am someone, as you can probably tell from our correspondence, (laughs) (laughs) I am someone that likes to plan my day. I don't fly by the seat of my pants ever um, because I realize that there's so many things in life that I cannot control. And Mm. I really feel like if I plan the things that I can control, that leaves me less stressed out or less worried when things do come up because now the things that I have to get done, I've planned for those. Um, So I have a very structured day. I usually get up about 6.15 in the morning. I do yoga in the mornings. I have a morning cup of French vanilla coffee from my Keurig. Um, I usually spend some quiet time in the morning after yoga. So whether it's me reading a book or catching up on something that, you know, I've saved on demand. And I go right into my workday right around 8 a.m. Depending on what day of the week it is, each of my days are themed. So I do, I do something different on every single day and it's the same way every single week because we know, you know, how when you make things a habit, that becomes, mm-hmm. you know, your thing. Um, sure. So really, yeah, I work from eight to 10 on Pink Leaf. I do have a part-time job where I work 10 to two and at 2 30 PM Pink Leaf Consulting, picks right back up. And I, I go back into, you know, whatever else I have on my to-do list. I am a wife and a mother. And so, you know, Around four or five o'clock, we usually will start dinner for my family, um, mm. and then after about six or seven, I'm I'm done for the day, and it's just family time and you know whatever else I have to get done. Very nice. simple, right? Yeah, it's, and
0: it sounds structured. Are, are you a Virgo
2: by any chance? I am a Capricorn. Oh, okay. My mother's oh, a Capricorn. What does that
0: mean? <laughs> my mother's a Capricorn, so she must you know. be a great woman. Yes, yeah, she is a phenomenal woman. That that she is. So you mentioned book, right? So what's your favorite book or movie that you absolutely can't get bored with and why?
2: You know, it's really funny. My favorite movie of all time is Coming to America. Oh my goodness. Donations, donations. And no specific reason why, except that I think Coming to America gives you a little bit of everything. You know, there's humor. There's some serious parts. You get to see, you know, how things work in other cultures. Um, I I really can't pinpoint it, but I've probably seen Coming to America over a hundred times.
0: Yes. Yes. That's 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 my movie also. Okay, that's, Good to that's my, Yes, that's my movie also. It's an excellent movie, Eddie Murphy. That's hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> um, so once again, folks that are just watching, just tuning in, we are talking with Deanne Brookshire, the founder and CEO of Pink Leaf Consulting, um, small business, large businesses. She is someone that you definitely want to talk to. Tell them, how can they um, get a hold of you? Let's let's share that. I don't think I asked that question. Let's make sure folks know how they can get a hold of you.
2: Sure. I am on Instagram and Facebook as Pinkleaf Consulting. Our website is Pinkleafconsulting.com. And my email is Deanne, D E A N N E at Pinkleafconsulting.com.
0: Excellent. So let's be sure to 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 check her site out. Let's be sure to to reach out if you have any questions. You by all means please uh you can type them in, and um, Monty, our producer extraordinaire, will make sure that we get them, and we'll ask them on the air. Um, keeping this this interview going, uh, we are in a special time, um, a time of change, a time of uh, uncertainty, something that this country has not experienced in a while, and I'm not just talking about number 45, <laughs> um, but I'm talking about this COVID. So what, what lessons, have you learned during this time of COVID that has been most invaluable to you, both personally and from a business uh,
1: standpoint?
2: I would have to say that I'm okay with less. Mm. Um, you know, I think that we all love things, right? Um, and COVID has really showed me that I really need a lot less than I thought pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has truly afforded me the time to work on growing my business, which was a desire. You know, I was working full time prior to this. And so really working part time on Pink Leaf. And it really has afforded me a lot of time to think, a really a lot of time to plan and really just get ready for business. So as much of a negative as the pandemic is and has been for me, business wise, it has been a positive in helping me grow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I think this is definitely the time for planning. Yes. Um. It, it does. It did allow us the world to slow down. Some things that, um, to be quite honest, we I think we needed. I know I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you try to take the positive spin away from everything, but definitely, you know, it took a pandemic for the world to slow down, to see a lot of injustice uh-huh. Um, and to see, hey, you know, it's some things I don't really need in in, in life, and uh, to, to value some of the more important things, you know, yes. so family time or whatever that looks like. So I I, I agree with you. I yes. Agree with you. Let's talk a little bit about Deanne. We're gonna stay. We're gonna talk about Pinkleaf. Pink uh Leaf Consulting. Oh Lord, can't speak today. <laughs> um. But one of the things, like I said, my team's pretty good when it comes to research. Um, I understand oh, that you like strawberries. Yes. Yeah, and and you eat strawberries at least five days a week. And, and what other snack is it is your go to since uh, during this quarantine, or is that doesn't matter, quarantine or not, you're gonna eat some strawberries.
2: Quarantine or not, strawberries are it for me. Mostly, I love fresh fruit. Um, so mostly berries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries. So I usually do a, a menagerie of, uh, <laughs> mixed berries with organic honey on top, a drizzle. Um, but yeah, anything fresh fruit. I love fresh fruit. I love salad. I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat. Um, okay. but I,
0: I, I was going to say, yeah, what you, one of those. Vegetarians, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I eat fish still. So I'm a, I wasn't right. able to give up dairy. I love cheese, um, so I didn't give up dairy, and I did not give up fish. So I'm a pescatarian, but so it's a vegetarian except we also eat fish.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, interesting, interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard the pescatarian, the vegetarian. I, I eat meat. Okay, I don't, I don't eat as much pork, but I I eat meat. So. You know that's 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 just me. All right, so we're gonna flip it back onto the to, to pink leaf, leaf okay. now. Lord have mercy. I need some water. You're
2: trying to rename me, Rich.
0: <laughs> not not today. Again, i was struggling. Monty tried to get me going before the show today, but uh, I'm struggling. He he knows I tear up names. That's nothing personal, but I get it. Always get it right at the end. Always okay. get it right at the end. That's- so, all right, those watching, again, just to reiterate, we have Deanne Bookshire Shire on, on and she is the CEO, founder of Pink Leaf Consulting. Um, we are talking marketing, we are talking sales, we are talking hospitality. Um, what I want to get into next is, so what are some key elements all beginners must have and know before getting into sales and marketing?
2: What are some key requirements that all beginners must have? What are, you, what are your thoughts? I'd have to say that people they must know that at the end, it's always about the relationship. Mm. So, you know, people get in, obviously you're in sales to sell. We call it serving because we're not selling you anything that you don't need. We are serving you by getting, giving you the information and the tools that you need to succeed. Um, but I would say to know that it's relationship-based. So many people are transactional where mm-hmm. they just want to, you know, one and done and move on to the next. But what people need to understand is that repeat businesses or repeat customers, they spend 33% more money with you than a new customer. And it costs you so much more to acquire a new customer. So I would say at your core, people need to be interested in people and doing business with people and understanding that people do business with people they like. They're not doing business with a business. They're doing business with that person, that that contact, that point of contact. Um, the second thing I would say is really be clear about your offer and know what problem that it solves. So I get so many people that want to come to me to rebrand, and they think it's about a new logo because now you don't like purple anymore; you like yellow. Rebranding <laughs> is, re- or branding in general, is really about you as a business who you serve, how you make people feel, what you stand for. So just being really clear about your business model and what you want to accomplish with that business, I would say.
0: Makes make, make sense. And the words that I like when you said relationship, right? Because again, one of the mottos or one of the principles of, of living a rich life is, is strong all relationships. relationships.
2: Yeah. You know, I learned all six rich. You know, I was ready for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what I like to hear. That's <laughs> what I like to hear. Yeah. Like I said, I got a, I got a good team. So we we did our research on, on you as well as your company. So, uh, I see. You, you know, we, we kind of, and, and speaking of which, let's talk about this mind drama, right? Okay. I think that's, that's a term that that you, um, you you've used, um, and it kind of goes back to folks and, and how they execute their, their goals. So, how do you clear yourself from from mind drama? Is first question, and do you find yourself following your methods and techniques that you share with your clients?
2: Um, for me, if I'm ever in a space where I'm experiencing mind drama, I give myself a hard reality check and ask myself, "What is this really about?" And this is that's the and yes, it's the very same thing that I ask my clients when we have this conversation because a lot of times it's fear. It's fear of success, fear of failure, fear of, you know, you're just fearful for whatever reason. Maybe it's something you never did before. Um, And so really just ask, okay, what is this really about? If I am fearful, what am I fearful of? And so many times people are afraid, you know, if they host something, no one's going to come. If they sell something, no one's going to buy. You know, it's like, so what? If that happens, consider it you practicing to improve for when people do buy take a look at that and measure it and see why it didn't work and remix it and do it again. Mm. And it's funny that you asked that because yes, I actually chuckle every single time I hear myself telling a customer something that I then have to implement for myself. So I would have to say it happens all the time, all the time.
0: All right. Right. I I think, um, you know, it's it's a very again the mind drama. So first, I like the I like the term. I love I love the term. Um, you know, I'm pretty much a laid back individual. So whether you know, like you said, whether you have two folks or two hundred folks living a rich life, we're gonna have a good time anyway. That's right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And and anything else that you need to adjust, whatever your goal is, then you, you make it happen. You do so. So mm-hmm. I, I've had my share of mind drama. But I tend to just keep it keep it moving. Keep it moving. So that's, that's 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 interesting. That's interesting. So that's all part of keeping you grounded, though, too. Right. Would, would you say that's absolutely you grounded, you know, and, and gives you some level of peace each day, so to speak?
2: Yeah. And I think it's really about the foundation. So, like, if you have a business and you don't have a strong foundation, anything can shake you. You know, it's like, so what the groundwork that we do is we help businesses build foundations, lifelines for themselves. And when you do that and you're you're able to then look at situations for what they are instead of for the mind drama that they are. Mind drama is just you going back and forth for yourself. Like and I was a victim of that. And I didn't even know it when I first moved here. I you I had started in a wedding planning company because I was a director of catering in my former life. And I did it for a couple of years. And then I'm like, I wanted to host events. And I'm like, well, I don't know enough people. I Mm. haven't been in Baltimore long enough. I'll just wait until I, you know, expand my network. That's like, why? Whether people know who you are or not, if this is something you've been called to do, do it. Or what I should have done, it was my responsibility then to create visibility for myself so that people know who I am and then I could have moved into doing those events. But I let the fact that at that time, I didn't really know anyone in Baltimore keep me from doing some of the things that I wanted to do. So that was mind drama for me.
0: Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. And I think that's very interesting for folks folks to hear. So hopefully they'll, they'll listen to that message. You know, mind drama is the term. Um, and you heard it here first, Pink Leaf Consulting. Uh, that's, that's, that's interesting, but that, that is fact. I'm quite sure all businesses have, have gone through that at some point or another. So Uh that's, that's a good point. Appreciate you sharing that. What do you wish people knew about you that you feel is, um, that they might feel is so easy, but it's, it's truly not right. I think when you look at, you know, launching a business, Running a business, you know, folks might see, hey, you know, you're doing this, you got a lot of clients, and they see a lot of success. And I, I put that in air quotes because that's mm-hmm. all a, a relative term. But what do you wish people knew about you that they feel is so easy, but is truly not?
2: I am an ambivert. I'm, I'm sorry, it um, getting. I'm an ambivert.
0: Now now you're gonna make me uh pull out a dictionary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you know you have some people that are introverts, mm-hmm. and then you have your super outgoing people that are extroverts. Okay, and then you have us ambiverts that we're right on the line. So we're equally as social as much as we need to withdraw and recharge. Oh, okay. So if I need to be social, I I kind of meditate, I get myself in a headspace, conserve my energy because when I'm giving, it you know, it takes from me. Mm-hmm. And so when I recharge myself, I'm okay. And a lot of people think, oh my gosh, you're so outgoing, you, you know, and it's like in certain situations I am, but in real life, I'm an ambivert. I'm equally withdrawn as I am social.
0: Well, uh, you know, during this quarantine, you didn't really have much of a choice these days. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and i was loving every minute of
0: it right right and you know for some you know it was easy for others not so much um what did you do to just keep yourself grounded you know and and at some level of peace each each day how how did you handle that
2: um meditation yoga really reading i've been using this time to do a lot of market research i'm a sponge i love to learn um so really just a lot of reading yoga and meditating um is really the things that I've done during this time to, to ground myself and kind of keep myself balanced.
0: Okay. Let's, let's talk about some of the, we talked sales. We talked a little bit more. Well, we talked a little bit of everything. Those three areas, sales, marketing, and and hospitality. Uh Um, When it, when it comes to like posting videos, do you, do you struggle with posting videos on, on social media? What, what has that been like for you? Is that a good source or, or, um, to actually, you know, post videos on social media—is that a good marketing strategy, so to speak? I like. Oh, the absolutely! Today.
2: I like the air quotes today. I know, right? I love air quotes all the time. Um, I really don't struggle with posting videos. I actually enjoy it. And one of the videos that I did last week was just saying how I love content marketing. I love planning for content. I love, you know, building social media strategies. Um. And I can't say that it was the same at first. I think in the very beginning, I was a little bit nervous. To be completely transparent, in the very beginning, I was nervous because I'm a person that says, um. And when I was in college, and you're in radio, so you know this, when I was in college and communications, you know what they teach you never say, um. Because when you, um, is just a filler, and that means you don't know what you're talking about. Your audience may think that, and so, I was so self-conscious about that. So when I first started out, I'm like, I don't want to do a live. I'm going to say, um, you know, just go oh, the mind drama, right? I'm going to say, um, people are going to think I don't know what I'm talking about. And you know what I did my first live? I said, hi, I'm i I'm the owner of Pink Leaf Consulting. And I say, um, when I talk. <laughs> you get it up front. And that way you put it out there. So if I said, um, 700 times, and you felt the need to focus on the um instead of the message? Maybe you're in the wrong place.
0: Interesting, interesting. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I've ever noticed myself saying the word um. That's interesting. Um, I
2: think I say it as much um, anymore because I'm so <laughs> conscious of it. And over the years, I've tra- you know I've trained myself, but I would have to say I'm probably a ummer.
0: <laughs> Did you say?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, look, look, um, okay, <laughs> no, 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 In, interesting, interesting though, I, I know there are several folks that, you know, come when it comes to guest speaking, uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm familiar with, when it comes to hosting events, they, they do try to refrain from using that word, um, <laughs> you get it, you caught it, you caught it, all right. Question for you. So what legacy would you like to leave behind with all your life's work and, and experiences?
2: Wow. Um, just really being someone that helps people. You know, I love people. I always try to see the good in people. Um, just to be remembered as someone who educated people and, you know, just an overall good person. I think I'm a great person to know. Um, I'm trustworthy. And I just want everyone around me to win. You know, my goal in Pink Leaf Consulting is to really educate as many small business owners as I can, just so that people can get what they're due, you know, mm-hmm. can can live off those dreams, can can really use, you know, I I, I have a, a joke, like I write this, you can't see it in my office wall, but I have um O2 on my wall, like oxygen. And uh, you didn't ask this, but I'll tell you this. So Pink is obviously my favorite color. It's very girly. It's very dainty. I'm very girly. I'm very dainty. But the leaf part of my business, I named it pink leaf because the leaf is where photosynthesis happens, right? You have photosynthesis, the chloroplasts, they come together to make oxygen. It
0: Mm -hmm. gives
2: up oxygen. And oxygen gives life. So we realized that the sales marketing and branding skills that we teach businesses are the lifeline of the business. Okay. And that's why that's where the leaf and pink leaf.
0: And I was going to ask you see, so you had, you jumped in front of me. I was going to ask you, you know, how'd you came up with the name pink leaf and exactly the the story behind it. So that's a,
2: well, and the funny thing is, the story behind it is, I have a product-based business. I I have a body line of um shea butter, body scrubs, body oils, beard bombs. You know, all of those things. Okay. And so I launched my product-based business first because I was new in the market too. So what I wanted people to, uh, this is me branding myself. I wanted people to experience the level of service and experience the quality of my products because I know that that's something tangible. That's something that people can touch, feel, use, and associate with my brand. And so we were very strategic in launching Pink Leaf products three years ago, a year and a half before Pink Leaf Consulting, because that way we could get our name into people's homes and they would have experienced us in a positive way. So when Pink Leaf Consulting came, they
0: would already recognize the brand and the
2: level of service.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. So, once once again, Deanne Brookshire, Pink Leaf Consulting, a marketing strategist, um, I, I wanna thank you for spending your time with us today. Um, any other information you wanna share, knowledge? Um, and again, just please quickly tell us your, where they can find you and, and contact you.
2: I would just say, do it scare. That is one of the things I have so many people come to me. They're afraid of this. They're afraid of that. They haven't started because they're waiting for something to be perfect. I'm still working on it. And meanwhile, they have 25 notebooks in their office with their entire plan that they haven't looked at. So do it scared. Ask for the help that you need. Build a strong foundation and never take your eye off of your North Star. And I can be reached on Facebook and Instagram at Pink Leaf Consulting or at my website at PinkLeafConsulting.com.
0: Sweet. Deanne, again, I want to thank you for joining uh, Living a Rich Life talk show here on BeExposedRadio.com. I appreciate your time. And I want to take a quick time to say, hey, I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Thanks for joining. Talk to you soon.
2: Every day.
0: All right. Thanks. All right. Well, we're going to keep the show rolling. Um, I'll feature a feature guest okay. The magician, I call him. Okay. Monty, we're going to go ahead and uh, get our next guest in here.
2: Okay, so I just leave, right? Yeah, yeah. You're welcome to watch us on Be Exposed Radio. I sure will, and I look forward to working with you. As a Absolutely,
0: of- we can definitely use your your talents. So we'll Let- definitely work together.
2: Okay, let's chat.
0: All right, thanks. Okay, bye bye. Another successful uh, interview with uh, Deanne Brookshire. So now let's get into our featured guest. Um, I'm excited to have her on. It's been a while. I've been trying to get her on the show. Um, our featured guest. She is the host creator, founder, and producer of the V-Mix radio show, please welcome the one and only Miss V.
1: Hey, Rich.
0: <laughs> well, look, look. While we got down, oh, I am well. We got you like a side eye view. What's that about? So I need
1: to turn the phone around?
0: Yeah, yeah. Turn it to the... There, there you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Hi, oh, Rich. Yes, first and foremost, it's been a while. Uh, I've been trying to get you on here.
1: I know. Uh, thank you so uh, much for keep. It, thank you so much for reaching out. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, you know, because I, 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 I enjoy watching and I'd rather listening to your show. Of course, um, I'll let you know. I've taken a few things here and there.
1: <laughs> I, I noticed.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, uh, what is this, the best form of? Flattery is imitation, right? Is that what they say?
1: Yes, they do say that.
0: Okay, so there you have it. There you have it. So first and foremost, tell us where you're from and, and how did the birth of the V-Mix radio show happen?
1: I am from Baltimore, Maryland. I was actually born in Arizona, um, but totally a Baltimorean, totally raised here. Okay, so I, I rep Baltimore. Um right.
0: And tell us how, how V-Mix Radio happened. How did it come to be? See, I know you're used to being on the opposite side.
1: I am. <laughs> um, the V-Mix Radio show actually didn't start off with the name V-Mix. It was something totally different. Um, I Actually, I started out motivational speaking. I did the American Dream, went to school, um, got a job, a nine-to-five, but I didn't feel really fulfilled Okay. Um, a coworker of mine put together an empowering uh, empowering girl group to go out and talk about the trauma and pain through re- about relationships or mm-hmm. life. And I had really nothing to talk about besides my insecurities that I had as a, a teenager and a child, okay. and how I overcome my insecurities because I had eczema, real bad, like real bad. Right. So of course, the makeup wasn't like really popular back then. So right. I didn't wear makeup. So I um, started motivational speaking with a, like a co-worker of mine and it wasn't just motivational speaking for me. It was just like my mind. Ma- it was more of producing, like telling a story. If I was to go out and talk about eczema to paint a story about strength and pr- perseverance, perseverance and stuff like that. So I took it real serious, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I know that right right this was going with it and I wanted to, i wanted to support my co-worker I was like I want to support you like i I like it you know I'm all about lifting people up it took people around me to lift me up and me to believe in myself to keep going but I had real low self-esteem and the way i exp- expressed myself was negative it was like really I lashed out a lot I was mm-hmm. very defensive so I just wanted to go out and talk about that because I ain't have nothing really I was like I had a little you know, you know i had abuse through relationships due to me feeling like it was the insecurities that i was going through so i didn't want to talk about abuse or like because abuse is more than just physical was emotional was mental i just wanted to talk about what led me to the abusive abusive relationships like and that was my insecurities about my skin and stuff like that
0: okay and so, then uh-huh. you kind of just said hey you, you, so you went and decided you can probably reach more folks with your platform, the V Mix Radio Show, and kind of develop from there. Things so I of,
1: started direct, so I started going out motivational speaking, okay. and then somebody had a radio show and they saw me. So once they saw me speaking, it was like, "Damn, you could be a co-host, and you can get like a minute. You can come on my show and you can co-host." Okay. And I was like, "I guess, all right, cool." But I dedicated myself to it. I would come up with topics. I would come up with, like, you know, like my focus, my minute. I had like a minute. I joined Toastmasters International Club 4597. Um, I got, I home more in on my craft about writing and talking.
0: Absolutely. And I was like,
1: all right, cool. But it, wasn't, it was, I wanted more. It wasn't, right. I wanted more than just that minute. Minute. Okay. Um, so once I saw the co host and she wanted me to come every, every week. And I was like, okay, but. It wasn't my show, but I wanted to do more. Right, And I didn't want to step on her toes. So I created um, a talk with V. A talk oh. with V didn't work out from um, somebody I paid to build this website. That didn't go right. Mm-hmm. Um, that turned into, they tried to keep the rights of the website, so I couldn't launch a talk with V. And that then turned into the V Mix Radio Show.
0: Okay, okay. One of the things that I uh, again I like when it comes to living a rich life, I like for folks to tell their story. So I, I appreciate your honesty, um, and how everything developed. That that's that's a beautiful thing because we like organic here, and we all have a story at the end of the day.
1: Absolutely, we do.
0: We all have a story. Now you mentioned topics. So do you have a favorite topic of discussion on on your show? That, you know. I,
1: think I, I think i'm think i similar to you um i do like to talk about their trials and tribulations but i like to talk about people's um like what they use to get through like my go-to conversation like i mean question is pretty much like what do you listen to to keep you motivated like i like music i feel like music is healing so that's always my go-to question what's your playlist what's mm-hmm. you're listening to um i had three playlists that i curated. Um, with the artists that have been to the V radio show. So I'm all about music. I love music. I feel like it's healing. Um I feel like I'm not into the versus battles because I just feel like they all give something. Right. Uh, they they all give something to me. I'm not for the comparisons. You know right.
0: I think that's probably more entertainment like hey but at yeah. the end of the day I think I think a conscious mind understands that both individuals contributed when it comes to, to music. Yeah. Right. So let's let's take a page. Let's let's talk about that, because one of the things I do like about your show um, and and what I've seen in my engagement with you, you have definitely um, endorsed and supported several artists. Um, I I know you like to showcase Baltimore talent. Um, So what is your greatest inspiration behind your mission to showcase Baltimore talent?
1: The underdog. Um, I feel like we're so talented. Baltimore is a melting pot. Um, of of superpowers of superheroes. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I feel like Baltimore have a lot of underdogs here, and I feel like the reason I highlight D.M.V. music is because they freaking awesome. They talented. Um, they un, it's like underground, undiscovered, untapped, It's not tapped into, and then once you take the time to actually tap into it, that's definitely the reason why I correlated the mixtape, the V mixtape, Volume Three is coming up very soon. Um, Sonny Crowell will be on part three. Kalada. So it's just, I take the time because these are great artists. Not only are they great um, artists, they are great people. You know, they're great people. I'm a fan of their personalities. I'm a fan of their music. But they, not only they can sing, they actually are producing and writing their music. They are uh, just a talent through and through. And I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of the underdog. I've always been an underdog. Um, and I just want to highlight everybody like grinding like mm-hmm. I don't want to be so I don't want Baltimore to be associated with the wire all, all the freaking fucking time and I'm I, I mean that like I'm tired of when you're right. from Baltimore they a like it's like oh the wire the wire you get a couple you, you might associate Jada Pinkett you get a couple people that made it but not the like not the people that's still here holding it down that has that's moving and shaking that's creating right. opportunities like and that's what why I want to highlight the music and the talent and the entrepreneurship here.
0: And 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 I will say you're doing a, a, an excellent job of that. Thank you. Tell, tell us more about the the V mix. The V mix. Um, the, the what is that, A mixtape? That a uh, tell yeah. us more about the V mix. Tell us more. So
1: it's a compilation of music. Um, that I like, that I'm a fan of, that um, the artists that have been to, it's for the artists that have been to my show to highlight them because when I started like interviewing with different artists, I was like, wow, this is good music that I didn't want to go to waste. I didn't want them just to play it one time on the show. I wanted it to be like a thing where they can constantly have promotion, constantly have a networking um, pool, you know, because a lot of people, um, they learn you through your music. They learn you through the conflict, like, like help the collaborations or who's promoting it. And I just didn't want it to be a one-time thing because it's such great music, it's timeless music. I thought to, okay, to keep recycling and to also highlight my radio show and mm-hmm. highlight the fact that I, I um, promote, I have promotional packaging and things of that nature, why not put together a playlist slash, I call it the V Mixtape gimmick, you know, the V Mixtape. <laughs> it's my mixtape, uh, right. of course I didn't produce the actual tracks, but I curated and produced the actual mixtape to give the sound that I feel that I get from these artists to so put them together. Because a lot of the artists that's on Volume One and Two, they probably never met each other, mm-hmm. but through this mixtape, they got familiar with each other. Through right. this mixtape, they started reaching out to each other. They started following each other. It's like bridging the gap. Right. Um. So, so for for the music, it's like bridging the gap for the artists that's that's on this mixtape that you would have probably never thought would actually. Be on a, a album or a mixtape or a playlist together, um, and I, you know, just I wanted something to bridge to get to promote myself. I feel like um, it was like a good trinket from the V-Mix Radio Show because I encountered so much talent. Why not highlight that I'm a great producer and a curator and a creator, of my damn self? So, but I only can do that with great, with great guests. <laughs> you know, right, what I'm saying? right,
0: so. a- a- absolutely, absolutely a few of those guests have, have been on living a rich life.
1: So yes.
0: um, Kalada, Sunny, TT, the artist. um, Yes. Yes. All individuals, all phenomenal individuals. So, um, and and again, I I just love, I love your energy. I'm, I'm big on energy. Um, and I love it. Every time I see you, it's always love. Um, so I, I appreciate that as well. So, you know, you just keep on shining queen. You keep on shining. Thank you. Um, so I know you recently celebrated the 50th anniversary for your show. Congratulations yes. on that. Thank um, you. How do, how do you. How did you celebrate that milestone?
1: I had a birthday um, around the same time as the anniversary. So I just mm-hmm. family, friends, everybody that supported me. Um, I just really enjoyed it. Took the time to reflect to see how far I have came. Um, again, like I well, like I said, when I first started it, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Can I cuss? I didn't know what the freak I was doing. <laughs> it's too late now. I just wanted to, I don't know. I just did, I don't know. I think it was definitely um most from the most high, you know, it was definitely driven to inspire, of course, to let mm-hmm. people know they have a voice to let, you know. So I just I just wanted to celebrate with the people who supported me, with my family, with my friends, and mm-hmm. just take the time to reflect and be grateful because. People that that I, like, when I started it, people ain't know what I was doing, and I didn't leave it, and still be, like, to still be going forward with it, and to still be able to inspire, and I'm nice to, people have no idea, I'm, like, freaking out. It's just, it's so cool to see how far I came, so the, I just wanted to reflect, and just party, and celebrate. I put together, like, a little small photo shoot for it, and, and my birthday, and I just, you know, chill. And just was grateful. I'm just grateful for everybody who believed in me, even when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And right. that makes
0: sense, right? No, no, that 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 makes sense. Um, when I when I first got started, again, I'm roughly a, a year and a half. Um, my my my, my money. I call him my money. The magicians, because he he does all the producing here at Big Exposed Radio. He, he's phenomenal. I call him the magician because he makes things happen. But I remember the assistant producer Nate, when I first, you know, folks were pushing me so that is definitely important you know i'm, I'm still in the infancy stage as far as i'm concerned but you know like i said I, i'm not in big and reinventing the wheel so i take a look at some folks that's doing some phenomenal things and um and then i kind of cultivate that into what living a rich life it, it means to me so you're definitely an inspiration for me so i, I thank you thank for you. that first first and
1: foremost
0: Absolutely. um Absolutely. so those let's talk about those early stages uh, what was some, what was the best news you received in the early stages of, of your show? Um, you know, and, and kind of let us know that you, you know, kind of said, Hey, I'm on the right path with, with this thing, you know, this whole V mix, what, what was some of the information, the early stages of the show? The best I, news?
1: I was a year in okay. and flustered, frustrated. Just say roller coaster because I still was grateful, still was having a good time, still meeting great people, right? Mm-hmm. But I had an opportunity, and I actually did interview Key Ever Share. Okay. BET nominated gospel singer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was through a word of mouth. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a EPK. I didn't have a press release. I didn't have a logo. No logo. Nothing. I had maybe a slogan. Mm. Um, my personality and two right. supporters.
0: <laughs> two and
1: supporters. I got the call from my brother. I called my brother and it was like, well, we really need to call. I got the call like, oh, hey, you got Which are you interested in working with He ever shared? Am I saying her name right?
0: Yeah, I, I believe that's how it but you're asking the wrong person. You uh, don't know what I'm talking about? The, no, I know the clock, sisters, about, I will, the clock sisters? No, I know what you're talking about. I will tear up a name
1: though. I, I, I tear, tear. names up. I tear names up. That and pronunciation be sometimes, because I get excited and I talk fast, I will fuck a pronunciation up. Okay.
0: <laughs> See, money, money. I'm not the only one. I think it's a radio
1: thing. I would tell, yo, if I'm talking, and I'm going. I go. All right, so I get the call that I have an opportunity to work with gospel nominated singer BT. I want to say Grammy too. Um, her that her mother and her aunt is the Clark sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I get the call. And they like, hey, um, would you be interested? She's launching a clothing line and she needs some media mind you i probably got like 500 followers i have no logo no mm-hmm. epk i probably got maybe had a couple gigs i had i did interview a lot of people but i still was like on paper not prepared okay, okay. which i thought I, in my mind i thought i was so prepared okay right 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 so i get the call and i go i go in the house with my one of my girlfriends and I'm, she like, laughing. I said, I just got this call to work with Kiara Shad. I don't even know who the fuck she is. She like, you don't know who the fuck Kiara Shad is? She said, bitch, you need to go and get familiar. Like, you better get familiar, okay?
0: Right. So yep. I go and
1: get familiar, and I'm like, damn. Okay, let me get prepared. I start calling everybody, bro, I need the logo. Aunt, Aunt Lisa, can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. I call everybody I can think of to put together a media package, a logo, um, I think I rushed and put together my website, which was lucky because I still was a far advanced when it came to writing certain contracts out, writing certain like things out that I needed. Have like I had already paid for my website, so it was easy for me to rush, but it really wasn't because I I'd had no kind of like lane, lane, but I had a lane.
0: Right, right. I, I had you.
1: nothing ready, but I knew then that that was the most high, and I knew then that I was on the right track because it was a word of mouth. I interviewed a few people. Shout to quasi high class. Um, he's actually on Volume Three of Get Familiar mixtape. He's one of the um, single Raisin. I love that song. But he, it was him. He he told Kiera shared or oh, no? I'm lying. He told a poet another poet. She dope as fuck. I haven't interviewed this particular queen yet. I want I want to interview her. I forgot her, I forgot off the top. But they plugged it in, and I was just it's, I learned through that following like social media. It's bigger than social media. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I learned through word of mouth is way more powerful, way, way more powerful. And a- absolutely. Purpose is way more powerful than following a check, following a trend. It's just you just you got to believe in yourself, even when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, that,
0: that, that, that's facts. And the key is making sure no one else knows, doesn't know what you're doing. Right. They just you just keep it moving. You keep it moving. I mean, I, I, I literally got into this whole radio thing. Um. As a result, folks were like, yo, you should be doing something like, you know, interviewing folks and you should be on the stage. And and I, I actually got an opportunity to to host Sing It Baltimore. And hopefully I get you to come out there one day. And
1: I'm coming. Kind of I'm see, coming. I'm coming. See, see I event. just been gearing up with new content and getting things together, taking yeah. advantage of the rest of the COVID. So I'm I'm totally coming.
0: A- absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm
1: definitely going to get on the mic and I'm singing something.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, that was the whole thing. Like you said, the word of mouth. It's, it's amazing how folks see what you're doing when you're doing good stuff. That's that's always a blessing. So let me let me ask you this. I always like to ask this. Are there any topics off limit on your show?
1: Um, I think <laughs> Lander. Like okay, okay. I don't like the mess. Mess okay. I don't like messy, controversial too. Wait, I like controversy because I talk shit, right? Right. right. <laughs> but I don't like negative. Like I, li- I talk shit on some truth. I talk shit on facts. facts. I talk shit on, on moving facts. forward and stop being freaking haters. Right. 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 But yeah. I don't like the messy. Got a gossip lane. Like Gotcha. Gotcha. If you, I might speak check you and got throw a shot. Like you really want this? <laughs> I see you. Oh God, I might gotta do that every now and again, oh, so goodness. people can know off from the hood. Oh, but I don't like the messy. I don't like okay. the drama. I don't like the competing and comparison talk. I don't like. I feel like when you fly, you fly. Right. I don't want the mess.
0: Yes. Okay, did that be, did I no, no, that, that, that 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 does that that makes sense. You know, just if you're gonna speak on something, let it be actual and factual. And sometimes the truth hurts, right? You know, sometimes so I'm still
1: con- I'm still into controversy. I'm still in- I'm just into truth and chilling. Like I'm not I'm well, worried yeah, sometimes. Truth
0: truth truth causes controversy sometimes, right? Would you would you agree?
1: Yes. But I can I'd rather I'd rather put myself out there in, in that lane or perspective than messy. Negative, right. gossip, drama, bullshit. As- Candy, absolutely. I'm not competing. I, I don't want to be for no other woman in radio, like all the, the competing. Like I don't want no mess. I don't want right, even to right. Because at the
0: end of so, the day, we, we can all win. We can all win. Yes. We can all win. So again, for those that are just tuning in and watching, uh, this is Rich James, and we are interviewing Miss V from the V-Mix radio show. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal show. If you haven't seen it, be sure to check it out. Um, and tell us when, when do you air? Tell us, give us that information. I
1: am, you can, you can watch me. Um, I do live audio for now. I'm about to launch exactly a third place where I, I uh, you can hear me. Um, you can get new shows and, um, interviews. I'm not going to tell you just yet. Okay? okay. But I'm launching on another platform, but my platform, I record on Wednesdays. And usually I'll drop my show the following week or that weekend at Saturday, 11 a.m. to 12 if I'm lucky, but I'm new to the editing game and it's taking me longer to get my, cause I'm not good at everything, but I do feel like you got to know what's up. So right now I'm a one woman team. I got a, I got a lot of help. I got a good production team and content creators that I have just started working with, with these, this last past month. So you can definitely listen to me on my website. And it's okay. usually Wednesdays that I drop um, and my and Wednesdays, again? Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Content. Yes. Okay. And, I and usually record and drop, the, drop it on Wednesdays, the week following, or that Saturday. If you're lucky, it's that Saturday. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's on the vmix.com. The, the vmix1x.com. Um, I'm on Spotify. You can catch me on Spotify is VMix VMix oh. Podcast VMix Radio Show Podcast. Um I'm on there. I'm on YouTube. Um but I am launching on another uh platform it is app accessible. Um right now I am the VMix.com accessible YouTube, Spotify, Google Play and Spreaker. Um I'm working on iTunes, but a lot of people I know Um, do Spotify and Google Mm -hmm. Play, but I'm about to launch at also on iTunes for the people who have already paying that fee. Um, But right now I record Wednesdays and Saturdays.
2: Okay.
0: Good, good deal. So make sure you tune in, watch, listen um, to all the good stuff. And again, volume three, the V mix. Um, So let's keep it going. So has a guest ever surprised you with their answers on the show? And can you tell us about that moment or, or what was your reaction? Cause i sometimes get surprised by some you know and i'm pretty smooth i like to think but folks that know me they in a, like, in yeah. a good
1: way or a bad way or uh, anyway
0: either way you know it could be we'll take it positive um, i guess has surprised surprised you with it
1: yeah. i said i think i said this before on like two or three other interviews i was on george gambino okay. he was on volume two of the mix and he's an artist he's a rapper I was at the time very big on having conversations about politics and Mm -hmm. the platform I was on, which was WFBR AM Radio. And the following day is very big on politics. And I was like, usually that was my go to questions for the majority of the artists. I feel like you get a kind of a glimpse in people's mindset when you kind of know what they're voting for, what what you think about politics, right? Mm -hmm. And I just thought he was, the, the whole interview was great. I thought he was, no offense, Gambino, Gambino. No offense. I just didn't think he was going to be articulate. I didn't think that he was going to know what was current events or no. Like he, he just was he, he carried, he carried his conversation on well. He mm-hmm. answered the questions well. He was focused. He just surprised me with the knowledge and his, he was yeah. well versed because he's a rapper. He's not hip hop. He's a rapper. He's Turk music. Gotcha. He's got some turk music. He's got a few cuts for the ladies that I like because again, he's on part volume mixtape, volume two. Okay. Um, I think he's like one of the, the last few cuts at the bottom. But he surprised me because he was very articulate. He was fun. He was funny. He's an attractive guy. And I wasn't just expecting him to really thoroughly be involved and engaged with these right. political conversations and answers. Gotcha. And he, he killed it. Out, he
0: surprised me. Shout out to Georgia gave me now. Okay. Okay. How, how, how do you view the world of uh, radio talk shows in general now versus before COVID? Do you see a difference? Uh, you know, so let, let me uh, preface that with saying, I think one thing is we now have more lanes um, in terms of delivering, uh, delivering a show. Um, Be Exposed Radio has been around for a while, but again, being able to stream on so many different platforms um that's a great thing right but now during covid you, you i feel like we're in competition with some of the major networks cuz they now do, they're now streaming online does, does that make sense you got absolutely CNN, ABC. Absolutely. everybody else now is, is is they entering into our world what what are your thoughts on that what's your view
1: um i think it goes back if y'all following me right to talk about the underdog Mm. okay and I think COVID has equalized playing field level Um, it cleared the path for the righteous the chosen the ones with the purpose right and COVID has exposed so much that the underdog. We've been there. We've been on this stuff. I always felt like naturally the celebrities look to us for inspiration, look to us for the moves. Like they just got the backing. They got the the money behind it, the sponsors or like you said, the corporations, the big corporations or the big funding behind it. Um, But it's refreshing to know that we are the stars, literally. Mm -hmm. They look to us for inspiration, they look to us and we usually are ahead of the game. We're usually always pushing forward and we do it with no cameras. We do it with no funding. We do it with no partnerships like myself. Like I usually don't have a lot of sponsors. Um, I've been blessed every now and again, or majority, it can be kind of like a residual thing, but I have a lot of, a good tribe behind me. But did not have a big corporation or a partnership or collaboration to be five years in, It just shows that we are superheroes and it's right around you in the hood, right here, in my hood. It's right here. Like, it it shows you that we are it. Like, they look to us for inspiration, how they, they just hijack. It just, COVID shows you who the true, who the stars are, who the the underdogs will inherit the earth. Like, it just shows you. Our inspiration, it just shows you the magic. It just shows you our our work ethics, our perseverance. It, sh- it just Absolutely. shows you that we, I don't know. Like, I just feel like <laughs> I got you, everybody no, I got you. just can't, I can't be a singer. Right I, right? I can never sing, right? It shows us, even though everything is an equal playing form, platform, like an equal playing field, right? I can never sing. So that means that I'm, I never was equals with these people. Or I'm not equals with you. We're not equals. I can't hold. I can't host "Living Rich" with like we living rich for host "Living Rich." You can't mm-hmm. host the mix Radio show like I right. would do. So we're not equals. It just shows you. It shows you that we just. I don't know. It's just <laughs> it everybody can't ready, can't be a radio host. Right. Absolutely. I just think absolutely. it shows you that everybody is gravitating towards what they think. It shows you that the trend. I, I, I just got
0: so no, much no, things I feel about it. I, no, no. So I, I I feel you on that. Cause one of the things, right? From IG, you had a lot of folks starting to do IG lives. Um, in which, you know, IG, that platform started cutting folks down to an hour. But again, some of the stuff really you can tell it wasn't really structured. They were just doing it to pass the time, you know, Facebook Live. So I get it. I get it. They cheating folks. us.
1: <laughs> they we got yeah, no blame yeah, for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like both,
0: those those that, that those that take the time to study the craft um and get better at it. Again, like you said, everyone's not built for this.
1: With so, no funding, with no photo ops, with no affiliations with sponsorships and big corporations, and we able to sustain and build relationships. I have grown well, I have thrown a few events. The vendors put we put we put money in people's pocket. The mm-hmm. VMix mm-hmm. radio show try to put money in people and give exposure, but these people got all the exposure in the world and they still on our playing field. Yeah, yeah. I'm over just, it. I'm sorry. So, so. I'm not a hater, but
2: Mama, I don't want to see I, I
1: Keisha it. Cole's host a radio show. I don't want to see Keisha Cole's freaking be on BET hosting a TV show. I just don't. And I'm a fan of her. People tell me I look like her. I like Keisha. She right, don't. Right. I just don't want to see her host no show and interview nobody. That's just okay. not what I want to see. I, I,
0: I, I, I agree. I'm going to just agree. shut up.
1: <laughs> I don't want to see T.I. talk about these big words that's bigger than his his height. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see T.I. host nothing. Fat Joe, I like Fat Joe. Don't get me wrong, because he's hilarious. He's really, really funny. Right, okay? right. But it's like all I want to hear your music. Right, yeah, not, yeah. I can't do music. Why you doing what I, like, <laughs>
0: So we oh, we're gonna talk, Miss V. We definitely gonna talk about we're gonna talk about getting you some some sponsors because again, not every sponsor needs to be ginormous, right? I made that word up. Um, so you know, there's definitely room for us to work together, absolutely, and make sure that we can we can make sure it happen because I I, I got to say that's the one thing uh, they don't call me the networking guru for nothing. Okay. So we we gonna keep that. I'm gonna, gonna hold you that to that. Thing. No no doubt no doubt. Let's talk about your new project. Get familiar. And, and, and how much of a, a labor of love was it for you? Tell us about your new baby, your new project, Get Familiar.
1: Um, That started. That's been with me since I started. Okay. Um, so, That's just always been my slogan. Um, if, that's oh, so that's,
0: that's much like, slogan. You. That's, so
1: that's your that's slogan. I was going to ask you. That's my slogan. It's been with me from day one. I started in 2015, and it's not new. If people take the time like, to go through my profile and go through my IG, like I, I've been trying to hashtag Get Familiar. Just go to the hashtag Get Familiar. I've been on it since 2015. Um, This is my slogan. It's just, again, a way of being catchy to highlight uh, and promote people Mm -hmm. who come on my show and promote, you know, myself, of course, and to pretty much help put a voice with a face, a voice with the show and let you know to get familiar with all of these great superheroes and artists and great people, you know.
0: So you talk about superheroes a lot. So let's. What's what's your superpower? What's Miss V's superpower? I feel like
1: I connect people together. Okay. I feel like I'm very good at networking. I'm very good at throwing events. Um, I'm very good at creating projects and you know ideas to put. I'm really good at putting people together. Like okay. I feel like my superpower is to bridge the gap.
0: Bridge the gap. Okay, I, I like that. And then let's talk about guests. Do you have do you have, a, do you have a dream guest that you like to have on your show? Um, outside of the Baltimore talents, no okay, right. So we know that, right? I, I, I'm a firm believer that I think there's a lot of hidden talent in Baltimore. And again, um, having folks exposed using your platform. But do you have any dream guests? It sounds you know it seems like you might have thought about it.
1: Yes. Kathy Hughes. Ah, okay. Angie Martinez. Uh, must be and Angela. Baltimore's own Egypt. Ah, okay and Maya Angelo.
0: Oh, okay. So those would have been your dreams. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Some of those are still possible. I feel so too, right?
0: Some, some of those are definitely possible. Like I said, they, they don't they don't call me the networking guru for nothing. Yeah. So so tell me about um in, in terms of folks that encourage you, who who has encouraged you the most in your life? And and support you now, because right, I think I heard you mention family and friends as you celebrated your fifth. But who would who who you think? Who's your number one fan? The I the yes. I
1: love the death. Say yes. it again. Your
0: number one fan or supporter. Let's let's say that. Um you still
1: here? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. What you got going um, on here? Dang, I don't know. No? I don't think the inspiration that I get from my family is the women are very unapologetic, um, very successful, and they just very unapologetic. Mm-hmm and they have a good blend of femininity and masculinity if it makes sense um yeah, so to I'm, me I'm processing
0: that i'm processing
1: that to me it gave me strength it gave okay. me courage um so the women in my family are strong and courageous so to me that really inspired me to live out my self, so, unap- you know, just be myself, unapologetic. So I think that helps work with the V-Mix. It helps work with my relationships. It helps work with my network and that I can, I'm unap- I think that's the superpower in me, the superhero in me is that I can unapologetically be myself and I'm, I'm respectful. I can still be masculine and take care of myself and protect myself. But at the same time, I'm warm, I'm loving, I'm giving. So I think the women in my family are very caring and loving, but they have a non nonsense tolerance where they stand up for that self and i think that's what the vmix is it's like it's a platform where you can stand up for yourself you can talk about what you think and feel unapologetically and you're not in a judgment zone
0: okay that makes that that, make that, sense that, that makes sense yeah no that that, that that makes sense you know we all have our mechanisms that kind of keep us going right you know I, I will say today i was i was struggling today just from an overall standpoint. And you know, some days I'm sure you have it as well. Like, ah, oh, goodness, I don't want to do the show today. But there's something in the back of your mind that says, you know, you, you built for this, that's one. And two, you know, you, you got to keep going. So I kind of went back into my my brain and Monty would tell you, I was like, ah, oh. but he, he gets me going. You know, that's that's part of his job to, to make sure I, I get right before the show. And then I think the fact that my first guest was was phenomenal. And then
1: your energy, I got to tell you. I love your energy. Thank you. You know, every time I, I see I you, just got to travel good people rich. Like my friends, I got a brother like they check me. They tell mm-hmm. me when I'm right or wrong. Like I I have a good sounding board team, right. but a lot of it is I check myself.
0: Right. Yeah, that's the big that's the big thing. You got to be able to check yourself first and foremost. That's that's, that's And I that's like cute. space
1: so I can keep my mind together. So <laughs>
0: but love
1: i it. keep love going it. and it, i don't be feeling like doing it but i love it i love people mm-hmm.
0: um sometimes you know. folks are how, how does that how does that compare to um from a, from a personal space right that's one of the things you can challenge with that some folks can't understand that you know being being in the entertainment industry being in radio folks they're gonna know you right they they got most folks gravitate to you. Again, I, I've been out. I've, I've, I've seen that. Um, how does that compare to from a, a personal standpoint? And and how do you balance the two? I guess that's where I'm getting. How do you balance personal and work, family and friends, V-Mix radio show, networking, connecting people, helping folks build a brand? How do you balance that? I take care of myself,
1: self-love, mm-hmm. a lot of self-love. Um, I a lot of self love. Even when I mess up, I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. I'm I'm mm-hmm. beating up on myself. I'm not in a rush. I'm not competing. I'm not rushing. I'm not comparing. I'm focused. Oh, I have a vision. Good. I'm going to stick to that and I, I space. Mm-hmm. I get my space. Like I I live alone. I get my space. Um I'm very spiritual.
0: You know That's what? A I, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go out um, on a limb and say this. You sound like a female Rich James.
1: Yeah, I'm very spiritual, but I love my mental space. Um, okay. I love the laugh. Um, anything that make I know can make me feel good, music, writing, research, just some, you know, I like to go out. I like my family, too. I still like to spend time with my family and my niece, my nephew, my brother. But my family is, like I said, I got a full of women that'll get you together. I don't know. I just... I like music. I like music. I like, a, I like the laugh. I'm very funny. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. so I'll, I'll, I, be
1: the, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> so whatever to enhance what I like to do, i focus on that. Gotcha. Um, I'm not rushing. I'm not competing. I feel like if I've always been um, me. Right. Okay. With or without the V-Mix. I had to balance. Uh, this was my life. So if you get a take away V-Mix. I was right. kind of popular a little bit, so I still had to take time to mm-hmm. chill. So this isn't why I do it. I don't need social media. I'm still Vmax. Right,
0: right, yeah. I
1: don't want to come off cocky, y'all.
0: No. <laughs> so yeah, you mentioned that you love you like you love music. What song did, did, did you immediately fall in love with after one of your guests shared or performed on your show?
1: Everything on that play. but everything on all two, all three of the playlists that I'm about to put out.
0: Yeah, like when okay. they,
1: I just like it. it What's the? When is that dropping again? I'm. It's gonna be in October.
0: In October, okay. Yeah. So I want. I want to be sure that I, I check check that out. What October. song
1: got me? And I was like, this is something good. A lot of them came through with good music. Valley came through with good music. They just. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard, right? All the artists have been on my
0: show.
1: Okay, all right.
0: I don't know, like no, no, no. I can take it. I can take it. I want to. I want to ask again. I. I can. We can. We can go on and, and on and on and on because uh, I'm definitely enjoying this conversation. One of the things that I always like to ask my guests is, um, what what's what does living a rich life mean to you?
1: Just. Being happy, peaceful, content, um, family, friends, healthy food, healthy mindset, positivity. Just a tribe of people on the same accord. Whatever mm-hmm. I lack, they 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 pack. Heck
2: Whatever I'm they pack,
1: like I la- like. Just good people, good food, good fun, gotcha. um, good love, of course.
0: Right, right, absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. This
1: successful mindset of like-minded individuals. I like a party. I like I can throw a good party, Rich. I throw right. a good party. Like okay. this successful, like-minded. I just want just. I want that '90s feel again. With everything, this was a good time. Fashion yeah, was it being yourself yeah. and having your own swag and individuality. Just is it like right. I didn't want everybody to do their thing and have their own sound, like own blueprint. Like right,
0: right. I want no, everybody no. to have
1: their own sound.
0: You ab- know, ab- absolutely.
1: I don't, did I make, did I go off topic? Like-
0: no, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm listening, but no, that's that is uh, if those all those things are uh, living a rich life to you, then you you hit him the nail on the head.
1: It's you not about money. It's right. not exactly. about money. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's just about because think about it. Heinz technically didn't come into play until after 1492, right? It's, so what yeah. was they doing to have a rich life and have a whole bunch of copper and gold? You feel me? That's what was what, what was you see what I'm saying? Like so they it was bordering system,
0: right? It was a barter system, right? a certain, a certain, system
1: of like minded, talented mm-hmm. creating entrepreneurs yep. li- living a rich life without but, the currency, like material absolutely. things it, it yeah. come and go, but life's harm, like just partnerships. I mean, like community family, like it is just everlasting.
0: So, like, so let me ask you a question here. Let me ask you a question now again. So the, my principles are good health, strong definitely. relationships, Yes, you know, financial freedom because they're you know given the time we are that isn't that does play a role right uh, goals and achievement extraordinary experiences and then philanthropy so those six things kind of encompass living a rich life um, and again it doesn't mean you got to have a lot of a lot of money but it does you know that plays in it but notice it's in order right you got to have good health because without good health they say you got nothing. nothing you got nothing that's
1: why I say eating good living healthy
0: yep. absolutely. So um, you know we're we're coming close to that time, and we didn't even get halfway through this, the stuff I wanted to pick your brain on as well. But it was definitely a great conversation. So that's that's how you know when it's a good interview when you you, you want more time because I definitely want more time. You're a foodie. Normally, I take my guests out after the show. Um, I I am going to Montego Bar and Grill tonight. How have I think I've been there. You, you might have. It's on. Um, I want to say it's Charles street. Um, so I'm going there. They opened up again. I'm going to go in for a quick bite to eat. You're welcome. If you meet me there, I'm going there. I'll meet there at seven o'clock, but that's a whole nother Othello. Um, I do want to thank you for joining. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate
1: your candor. Um, Absolutely. and I love your energy. Absolutely. I love you too, Rich. You oh. always sweet when I see you.
0: Oh, okay. Congratulations well
1: Congratulations on your show as well.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, for those watching, so again, I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you to our special guest, Deanne Brookshire V-Mix. from uh, Pink Leaf Consulting. Thank you to our featured guest, Miss V oh. from the V-Mix uh, radio show. Um, I appreciate both of you talented ladies. Make sure you follow them. And more importantly, I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Once again, I'm your host, Rich James. Until next week, um, I want you to stay safe.
1: Get familiar with the VMix radio show. Thank you, Rich, for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to be you a guest well. on my show, hit me up at thevmix at gmail.com. That's two X's. Um, again, go to vMix.com and get familiar with new material and old material. And again, Rich, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on. And one more thing. For you me. sent me 40 questions. <laughs> I was like, I how the hell are we going to get through all this? But anyway, I, I had I, to say my it.
0: team is my team is pretty efficient. So, pretty efficient. Dope. No, doubt.
1: So that I means we need a part two. We need
0: a part two. Consider it done. All
1: right.
0: Take care. Then again, you.
1: folks, have a good Thank night. You. Get
0: familiar. Get familiar with the.